Greetings and good health. I am Dr. Jerrica Sarko, a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor. This is your Lifeline to Vitality, where we discuss ways to cultivate family wellness. Good day and great health. Welcome back to another edition of your Lifeline to Vitality. Today on the podcast, what to expect, nine steps of your first visit at Ohio Specific Chiropractic. So, you finally made an appointment and are going to the chiropractor, me, for the first time. Are you a little anxious? How about excited? Confused on what to expect? The experience might seem a little daunting if you've never been to a chiropractor before, but rest assured the process is safe, easy, and will be beneficial to your health. The unknown can be intimidating, so I want to break down some key aspects of what to expect from visiting my office for the first time. Having an idea of the process can help calm some concerns. So here are my nine steps of your first visit at Ohio Specific Chiropractic. Step one, the initial consultation. Here is where I find out more about you and your initial expectations about chiropractic care. At this stage, I will do my best to listen to your questions surrounding how chiropractic can serve you. At this point, I will also determine if my model of care would be beneficial for you as well as refer you out if necessary. Step number two, postural exam. Here is where I look broadly at your posture and stance. I will look for things such as a head tilt and rotation of the cervical spine and or a low shoulder. These simple but profound clues help give me a glimpse into abnormal neurology patterns and muscle imbalances of the upper cervical spine. Step 3. Thermography Instrumentation The chirometer, K4, and NCM nerve system analyzers help find neurological disruptions at the brainstem level. Your pattern of nerve disruption is similar to a thumbprint. It is unique to you and you alone, and indicates an important piece to the analysis puzzle. What is great about these tests is that they are non-invasive, accurate ways to measure how the nerve system is functioning. Step number four, x-ray studies. Next, I will take x-ray images of your cervical spine. I take three specific views to get a three-dimensional picture of your misalignment. I analyze the images with a strict protocol that helps me diagram out the misalignment part of the vertebral subluxation. Step 5. Palpation Tests There are three main palpation tests I use. They are static palpation, motion palpation, and muscle palpation. Each helps add some nuances to the vertebral subluxation analysis. Static palpation tests the integrity of the upper cervical spine joints while the patient is still. Motion palpation tests how the joints act while in motion. Muscle palpation tests how the muscles that stabilize the spine interact with each other, both in static and in motion. Step 6. Vertebral subluxation analysis. The analysis is where I take the information from the exam thus far, the postural, thermography, x-rays, palpation, and put it all together. Here is where I put all the individual puzzle pieces together and step back. 
At this point, I can see the whole picture that determines your vertebral subluxation presentation. Step number seven, upper cervical specific adjustment. After first discovering what needs corrected, I can now initiate the how component of the correction, the adjustment. The adjustment is a quick, light, and specific force applied to the misaligned vertebra that is producing the brainstem disruption. While the chiropractor often takes credit for the adjustment, the setting of the adjustment is actually performed by the patient's response to the applied force. This leads us to the next step. Step number eight, rest period. Weeks, months, and even years of abnormal compensation have led to a vertebral subluxation. Every patient rests a minimum of 15 to 20 minutes after an adjustment. Every patient rests a minimum of 15 to 20 minutes after an adjustment, preferably on their back or sitting up in a nice, neutral, relaxed position. This period of relaxation initiates the strengthening and stabilizing phase of care. Muscles and ligaments are creatures of habit when it comes to vertebral subluxations. It takes time to retrain abnormal compensations into normal adaptations. Step number nine, post-check. After the rest period, I perform one more round of thermography testing. Again, because of their non-invasive nature, I can monitor how the adjustment went through these instruments. This is the most important aspect of the initial visit. Finding a vertebral subluxation is all well and good, but if you can't deliver on correcting a vertebral subluxation, what's the point? The post-check testing indicates to me in real time if I gave a proper adjustment that corrected the vertebral subluxation. And now a bonus step, step number 10, the follow-up visit and care plan. The first visit is only the beginning when it comes to my care. After the initial visit, we will meet up again, usually within a couple of days, no more than a week, for a follow-up visit to see how your first adjustment went. Usually some type of positive event happened after the first adjustment that caused you to rethink your stance of chiropractic. I will do my best to answer your newfound expectations by laying out a care plan outline. If we both agree on the terms of the care plan, we can continue towards your health goals as a team. Health is a journey and my goal is to help assist you on your path to achieving it. Thank you for listening. For even more information on how chiropractic can benefit you and your family, please check out my website, ohiospecific.com. That's O-H-I-O-S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C.com. Until next time, remember to keep your head cool, feet warm, and your mind busy.